0: Hey everybody, it's your girl Jessie May. This is another episode of Sharp Tongue Presents Dr. Peluso. I will be answering all of your life's questions, your concerns, your trials and tribulations. Thank you so much for submitting them. If you want to get them answered in real time, you just have to go to my Instagram story, Instagram.com forward slash Jessie Maypaloous. So every Monday, it usually runs for about 24 hours on my IG story Monday through Tuesday. And you can get the answers right there on my Instagram story. And then I take some leftovers and I put them on the podcast. Because you guys have submitted so much that I wanted to help you, motherfuckers. I am the poor girl's life coach and the poor guy's life coach. I'm here for all of you. I'm giving you actually pretty good advice. (laughs) Bored uncertified. If you want more of me, make sure you join my Patreon page, my Patreon fan club, The Fun House, patreon.com forward slash Peluso. Also, I am on Cameo. Book me. I'll make a custom video for you. I'm having a whole bunch of fun. And you just go to the app. There's a whole bunch of people that are on it, and it's hilarious. I actually do some of them just right out of my bedroom. Honestly, I'm I'm in bed, and it's not sexual, but it is effective. I will say I think I might have kept some marriages together from my my cameos alone. So you're welcome, America. I am fixing the divorce rate as we speak. Also, don't forget to check out my YouTube page. We are posting a BAM episode every Friday, Bong and Movie. It's a movie companion show on my YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash Peluso. So many ways to enjoy me, lots of content. You want exclusive shit, go to Patreon, subscribe, you know, five bucks a month, ten bucks a month, whatever works for you, and join the fun. There's lots of fun to be had. I'm excited to share with you all of the content that I have and a bunch of stuff coming out. I have some things with Netflix and Spotify and currently working on a book. So all the ways you guys support me, you guys support me. I can't speak English. (laughs) If you guys could support me with my English, that would be great. Every way that you support me helps me in my own endeavors. So thank you so much ahead of time for being a part of it. And you should know that a portion of your contributions go towards alzheimer's association and hilarity for charity so thank you so much any way that you support me a portion of that will go towards a good cause so that's something good to know to know that you are helping out people in need by supporting one of your favorite comedians what's doper than that i'll tell you what today's episode i'm helping motherfuckers out for free you're welcome pro bono motherfuckers this episode is a spe- special especial this episode is a special a special dr. Peluso episode I hope you guys enjoy it make sure you go over to the iTunes page and give us a review we appreciate it thank you so much and coming up you know her you love her the one the only the board uncertified dr Peluso sharp tongue podcast. comedy how hard it is to make it in this biz i'm a fucking professional i talk about my dog sometimes each week it's something different sometimes i have a guest host sometimes it's gonna be a movie companion episode sometimes i just ramble about the bullshit i dealt with the week before you never know what you're gonna get it's raw uncut and funny it's me uh, we are here i got my headphones on we're recording how are you doing it's your girl jesse may Dr. Peluso, up in the biz, ready to give you the shiz, gonna give you unadulterated, unsolicited, unprofessional advice. Not before I have a sake, though, let me tell ya. I got a little Guggenheim, geeky-cockin' sake, and we're gonna give some life advice to you fuckers out there today. I hope everyone's feeling good, surviving, thriving, not surviving, thriving in this time. Cheers, everybody. I got my free BET glass. Well, they sent it to me for doing a Karen sketch on their BET awards. so thank you very much for my glass that I will use until the day it breaks, probably next week. The glass will probably break v- very shortly, judging on my level of clumsiness, which is astronomical. I am such a klutz. I hurt myself so often that I'm surprised I've made it to the ripe age of 22. I, uh, can't, believe it. I can't believe it. Cheers. Mm. Let's get into these Dr. Peluso questions. They are accumulation of a couple Dr. Peluso IG stories. If you guys don't know what Dr. Peluso is, basically, I give free life advice that is quoted by one of my fans, Mr. James Wheeler, to be actually pretty helpful. So you're welcome. You don't have to, this is basically the poor girl's life coach and guys, the poor guy's life coach as well, because half of the questions are about dudes dicks and I'm here to help. And the other half are about women dealing with assholes and I'm here to help. So every Monday I post a a question Opportunity for you guys to ask Dr. Peluso any question you'd like, and then I get to some of them on the podcast. Simple as that. Cheers. Let's see if we can't get into these today. Uh, Hector Greery. My dog looks at me when I masturbate. What should I do? Shut the door, Hector. That's strange. Some things aren't meant to be shared with your dog. Like these stories of, oh my God, I was having sex and my dog licked my boyfriend's butthole. It was so funny. No. It's not funny. And this is why intimacy gets threatened in relationships, because you guys don't allow it to be intimate. Leave your dog out of the room while you're jerking off, Hector. Are you you telling us there's a new porno category in your search engine? Uh, What should you do? Leave your dog in the crate so he's not a victim, so you don't ruin him, so you don't ruin his innocence by whatever Japanese anime porn you're into. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but it is weird that you have your dog looking at you. I'm judging you for that. Very hardcore. So leave Fluffy alone while you're fiddling your diddle. (laughs) Fiddling on the roof. Sky Films Media. If I stand on my tippy toes, do you think I'll be able to slide it in my tall girlfriend? Stand-up sex never really works. Especially in the shower. There's something about water that destroys a woman's natural lubrication that seems so like counteractive it really is counterproductive like you'd think water would help the lubrication scenario when in fact it ruins a woman's lubrication the water just totally takes away the slide and glide fun i know you're not talking about being in a shower you're talking about standing up on your tippy toes my that reminds me of a joke my dad used to have he actually said this to can you stop licking your dick carlin He actually said this to a woman at a bar, and then he retold it to everybody he knew. He said he walked up to a woman, and she was so tall. He told me, he's like, this woman standing next to me was so tall I'd have to go up on her. And I a little bit of me died that day because I imagined my dad going up on a woman. Not only did I have to imagine any man going up on a woman it was my father, and then I died. A piece of me died, and then my dad actually died, and then all of me died. <laughs> That's how that works. But if you stand on your tippy toes, try it. It might work for you. Let me know how it works out. Just make sure there's some sort of like stuntman padding for you to fall on in- in- to protect your dick from the floor. I'm just working, I'm just looking out for your dick, the dick injury. We're trying to minimize that. O- Odin's. Odina's chemist you guys try and have these fucking fancy clever names Odina's oh Odina's Odin's Odin's (laughs) alchemist. here I am trying to talk shit and I just can't read any advice for someone who's starting over at 39 I mean literally starting from scratch how fun First of all, have fun. You're starting from scratch, and that's a great place to start. You can create anything. You can do anything. The possibilities are limitless. Wow. The possibilities are absolutely limitless, and I I think you should take advantage of that. Do what you love. If I could give you one word of advice, do something you love and that you're good at. Do something you, you do naturally. Do something that takes minimal effort. Not that it's not easy or that doesn't require a level of difficulty. I just mean you should do something that people have always told you your whole life that you should do. Ah, oh, I'm I can't believe you don't train bears. You should train bears. And that's a thing. you know some people are good at training bears. I have a, a dear friend of mine who's an animal trainer. And he followed that and has become very successful training animals. I'm not saying you should get in the ring with a grizzly, but Odin's alchemist. Judging by your Instagram name, which is pretty clever, too clever for me to be able to read clearly, you're not completely devoid of creativity. So do something that you enjoy and fucking do whatever you can to make it work. Just do. Don't give up and be ambitious and use your resources and try and do something also hopefully that you love, but also that makes you feel like you're contributing to society. That would be my advice. Also something where you can day drink. Something where you can have fun and it's not so strict. Good luck. Let me know how that works out for you because that's a really exciting place to be and you should feel encouraged that you're starting from scratch and look at that as a positive rather than something that hinders your ability to succeed. Raymond276. See how easy that was to read? What do I do with management for my job that's playing psychology games? What do I do with my management for my job that's playing psychology games? Is your management an (laughs) ex-girlfriend? Where do you work? At a psychiatrist's office? That seems really stressful who's playing psychological games with you what do you do with management Was playing a psycholo- psychological game fucking quit you should hit up Odin's alchemist and see if he has any openings in his new career life is too short to be dealing with that bullshit and I know some of you are like oh that's easy for you to say you're you're you work for yourself you don't have a boss I worked really fucking hard so I didn't have to have a boss doesn't come without sacrifice, without some sort of compensation, without some sort of compromise, but it's worth it. So if you're bitching and you find yourself bitching about your job, or your boss, or your coworkers, guess what? There's a lot of fucking opportunity out there for you to create your own path. There's a lot of Googleable things for you to learn. You, you, there's no reason not to learn something new in today's society. There's no reason not to start a new job. The resources are limitless. Everyone's like, oh, you have more access. Really? The internet's there. There are 16 homeless tents back here. Every single one of them has their phone and internet. So if the homeless people are able to create a space in the world for themselves, you can too. I don't want to fucking hear it. Adam and Adam me and this will be fun. Adam me and Durgan base. (laughs) Adam. Me and me in nerding base, man. I should go back to school. I'm unemployed and broke one of my teeth. It doesn't hurt that much. Just want to (laughs) complain. You know what? Having a broke tooth adds a little charm to your whole aesthetic. So maybe find a bitch who's in the market to fix up a man. You know, sometimes you find a girl at the point of her life where she's looking for a fixer upper and hang out with her and get your tooth fixed. Get with the bitch who's got some insurance. Maybe make like a little plan with somebody who has insurance and maybe you can offer them something like a little swap for tooth situation and take advantage of that. You know, find out what you can offer somebody and get some dental insurance and get your fucking tooth fixed. Okay? Because you're not a Viking. This isn't the 1700s. We have technology and dentists. Take advantage of it, you fucking slob. Grounded by yoga. Have you ever been bored? Not enough. Boredom is your brain's playground. Boredom is necessary. I think boredom is a break for your brain. Your brain is so inundated with constant stimuli all day long from your phone to commercials to lights and signs and all sorts of information. You're constantly computing all day long and subliminally computing and your brain is mapping out just rooms you're in and thinking about your day and next week your brain is constantly working boredom is a gift for your mind to just chill the fuck out so yes i have been bored i welcome it i wish i could be bored more often that's my goal for 2020 more boredom Because in those bored moments, that's when you daydream. And when you daydream, you allow your brain to relax. And when your brain is relaxed, when you're calm, I don't know about you guys, that's when creativity flows. That's when I think of the best ideas. Kind of like when you're showering or doing a mundane task that you just can put on autopilot, even driving, scarily enough. Sometimes I get so relaxed and I get bored that my brain wanders and I think of great things. I have thought of the most useful ideas that I've actually put to fruition while I'm either washing my butthole or driving on the 405. So, yes, I've been bored and I encourage boredom. I think it's a useful tool for your brain to relax. Haley Peanut, been single for six months. Give me them saucy self-love tips. Girl, self-love is vital. Vital. Especially for women because we've been raised and groomed in a society that's more often than not, made us feel like we have something to prove and that we are objects and that we aren't equals. So it's more important for women to embark on a self-love journey and for men too. The same goes for men in a different realm. You guys have been forced to choke and shove your emotions down your throat and then when they all come gurgling up like they will inevitably do because emotions are like flowers. They need to see the light. They don't give a fuck. They will crack through concrete to be heard and seen and smelled and dealt with. If you don't deal with them, they come crashing to the surface. And you guys have emotions too. So I think everyone deserves some self-love. But for girls, one of my biggest self-love tips I will give you is don't rely on a vibrator. Don't rely on a dildo. Get to your two-finger, linger, and let it linger. (laughs) Get your two fingers, let it linger, and find out how to please yourself manually. The, the connection between your mind, body, and soul will be greater between these two fingers than it will be between a dildo or a vibrator. The devices man has created has been the things that breaks man down and woman. And when you have something in your hand like a vibrator, even though it's great and it's wonderful, if a vibrator can get you off, so can you so work backwards if the vibrator works in a certain direction or point on your clit or vagina put your hands there i know you can't get the speed that a vibrator has but at least start in the direction that the vibrator's in explore your vagina it's a cavern it's a cave it's like the descent get down there there might be a goblin you don't even know is occupying that amazing cave There's stalagmites. There's stalactites. Ooh, what's that? A Batman? (laughs) I encourage self-love. I think it's vital. I think it's essential for you to be present in any relationship with anyone. You need to be present with the one with yourself. And that goes for men and women. Okay? So good luck, Haley Peanut. Flick your peanut. Let me know how it works. It's Meg Menzo. How do I fix my life? Well, you might need to break it first. And what I mean by that is you might not even realize that there's a breaking point in life and people need to have a breakdown in order to have a breakthrough. From Brett Costin's lips to your ears. You might not have had that yet. You might not have had a humbling moment that makes you realize that you do need to fix your life. If you're asking how, That just kind of tells me that maybe you're not ready to fix it. Because there aren't really any shortcuts to fixing it. There's just a desire to change. So start there. Do you have a desire to change? Because obviously something's going the way you don't want it to go and you don't know how to move forward. Sometimes you don't need to move forward. Sometimes it's a lateral step. Sometimes you need to just get out of your own way. Sometimes it's a step backwards. Sometimes the only way to move forward is to move backwards and get the fuck out of your own way. So start there. See how you're disrupting your own progress. And that could be a starting point to fixing your life. You might realize you don't even need to fix anything. It's not broken at all that you just needed some new perspective. Maybe get out of the environment you're in. Get out of the relationship you're in. Get out of the habits and routines that you're in that are no longer serving you. If you're you're in a point in your life where the people, places, and things aren't helping you progress or grow something needs to be changed and sometimes the best way to discover that is to get into a new environment so go to utah join a mormon family let me know how it works patrick ride that was easy enough he says gross alert how do i tell my longtime girlfriend i'm afraid i'll get her toe fungus How long, how long has she been your girlfriend? That's my question. How long has she been your girlfriend? And how bad is the toe fungus? My dad had toe fungus. It was horrific. Horrific. His feet looked like a gargoyle on the edge of a building overlooking Gotham City. His feet were so fucked up. And he refused to take the medication, Lotrimin or whatever that pill was, because you couldn't drink on it. And my dad's goals in life were to be able to be buzzed. And he didn't give a fuck if he had a hoof. He was like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm not taking the medication. I'd rather have six to seven vodkas during the day and lizard toes than none. (laughs) Just why are you going to get her toe fungus, first of all? I don't know if it works like that. I think it's more of an internal issue with herself. I don't think it's transferable like that, unless you're fucking her foot. Are you fucking her foot, you freak? In that case, you got bigger problems than toe fungus. You got a fetish that's gone too far, and that's a lot of f's. People are so afraid to talk about their truth, and while there is a way to deliver the message with some empathy and delicately just be honest start there put it on you tell her that you know you're worried or is there something you can do to help her or has she thought about fixing it start there and if that doesn't work cut the fucking toe off (laughs) you pits you you pits you pits Ethan. you pits i am probably butchering this as well you pits, Ethan, getting depressed about aging. Are you fucking kidding me? This is the problem with this day and age is everyone's so depressed. And I truly believe it's because we're, we, we lack a sense of contribution. And we've gotten out of touch with ourself. You're getting depressed about aging? You're alive. Tomorrow, hundreds of thousands of people aren't going to wake up. And never again. But you did, you pits Ethan, And you're depressed about that? Do you know how selfish you sound right now? That you're depressed about life? Because that's basically what you're saying. Ugh, more life? How depressing. You need a perspective shift, bud. Maybe you should go volunteer somewhere. Contribute. Give your time. Spend time with those less fortunate than you. Maybe you should move. Maybe you should go to a place where you have limited resources. Go where there's no running water. Go live in one of the tents in my backyard where these homeless meth addicts have moved into. You need a perspective shift because if more life is making you depressed, you're wasting your life worrying about life that you don't have left yet. It doesn't make any sense because honestly, you don't know when you're going to die. Some kids die before their 10th birthday. That means they were middle-aged at like five. Do you think they were depressed at four because they were aging? No. They didn't have the luxury of aging. Aging is a luxury. And if you're depressed about it, maybe you should find somebody to mentor, somebody to help, somebody to use whatever skills and experiences you've accumulated to this point in your life. And I'm going to guess, looking by your picture, that you are in your mid to late 20s. Suck a dick. And I mean that with love but you've got a whole life ahead of you and it's meant to be lived and it's meant to wake up and be grateful for and finding purpose may get you out of that rut. And I would recommend doing some shrooms as well. (laughs) Look into psychedelics, man. Psychedelics have a way of humbling you. Even marijuana has a way of humbling you. In realizing that you're living in this vast expanse of a universe that is constantly expanding and we don't quite understand the limits or lack of limits to, and we have this one life in this weird planet that we are gifted, like the, the probability of you being alive is even so miraculous that to waste it on fear of it not being there is... So nearsighted. It's very short sighted. And I hope that you can find something to drive you to realize that you should be grateful for having more time. So I would say get off your depressed rant, go for a bike ride and do some shrooms and let me know how it works out. <laughs> because no more bitching in 2020, you pits, Ethan, Ethan, okay? Sometimes we need tough love. Cat Sam, I haven't gotten my period. Shit. Pee on a stick, bitch. Let me know if I'm an ant. You better be using condoms in COVID. Now is not the time to put a baby in it. Or a ring on it. Everyone needs to pause and do some self-inventory. Stop putting dicks in you that don't have condoms on. Because otherwise you wouldn't be worried about your period. Protect yourself. And your future self. Okay? Don't be reckless just because you're bored. That's rude and irresponsible. MMB9090, what's wrong with Kanye West? He's got bipolar disorder. Sometimes the cost of being so creative and artistic is a mental illness. So many amazing artists have suffered from depression, bipolar disorder, borderline personality disorder, schizophrenia, um, the list goes on and on, and he seems to be one of those and hopefully he gets the support he needs and if he's running for president why not vote for him I mean at this point what what bad could it do <laughs> what bad could it do the world is ending and asteroids on its way and Kanye's going to be president great big sweaty Keith vote for big sweaty Keith he says my pubic hair has engulfed my entire penis and I have lost my best friend <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured like a 1970s pubic bush and I'm forever haunted. I actually pi- pictured Bob Ross. I pictured Bob Ross with a little penis head coming out of his fro. And I would I would, I would, would take a guess that that's exactly what your peony looks like and all that pubic hair. Give it a trim. Call Edward Scissorhands and get a little trim. Get like a little design. Put like a little Yorkshire Terrier face down there girls will pet it <laughs> no chances says this COVID-19 has me not even what to go to party or gatherings how the hell do I meet someone uh okay this COVID-19 has me not even wanting to go to parties or gatherings. how the hell do I meet someone chat online like the rest of the weirdos join a dating app Join a a group. There's plenty of groups on Facebook. You can even join like an elderly group and talk to people who've lived through real wars and real destruction and learn about their past life and what they experienced and get a little bit humbled. All of you fucking babies whining about, I can't meet anybody. I'm depressed. (laughs) Come on. Have some gusto. Have some guts and balls and some desire for life. You're bleeding on the inside. Make that count. Make that fucking matter. Contribute. Find a way to get out of your goddamn rut and find some purpose. Somebody out there needs you. That's what you should tell yourself when you're like, oh, how do I meet someone? I'm bored. I'm sad. Somebody needs you somewhere. We all need each other. Some of us come into each other's lives to help us get to the next chapter. So be that for somebody. Figure out how you can be that for somebody. And if you want to know how to meet somebody, you know, go on. There's so many apps. There's so many groups. There's there's family. Why don't you get to know somebody who's already in your life? You know what? Ask your mom or dad questions about them and, and record it, especially if you have a, a, a fractured relationship with them. See if they'd be down to doing a little kind of like a podcast. Maybe just record it on your phone. You will... I promise you, you will learn things about yourself. Maybe you'll let go of some anger and resentment. And when they're gone, you'll have a piece of them and something to hold on to. Is that cheesy? I don't care. It felt real. And, it, and it's genuine. And I've done it. And I, I am grateful that I have that of both my parents. Bitch Christ is back. What's your most embarrassing onstage moment? I've had so many. I've had so many. I bled through my jeans once not too long ago when I was in Grand Rapids, Michigan at Dr. Grin's just this past year. (laughs) Luckily, my jeans were tucked so tight up into my cooch. You couldn't see the blood, but that was embarrassing. When I got off stage, I was like, Oh God, who's hot? Oh God. People are going to know I'm like a woman who's alive. One time years ago, I don't know if anyone listening was at the show, I was doing a show at Levity Live in West Nyack, New York, in the Palisades, at the Palisades Mall, and they had this weird microphone that rolled, like the cord rolled strangely on stage, and it felt hollow and it was really slippery and I accidentally stepped onto the cord and it made my foot roll and I went feet up in the air and landed on my back. (gasps) And I was telling a story about something happening and I fell at just the right point that people thought it was a part of the joke and nobody laughed because they were waiting for a punchline I think and I just laid there and then I just was like that wasn't a part of the joke, and then everybody lost their minds. I have a photo of me on the floor at on the stage at West at Levity Live in West Nyack. <laughs> that was kind of embarrassing, but also it's good to be embarrassed. It means you get humbled, and when you get humbled, you get checked by life. So I'm all I'm here for it. I really am here for it. Jen Jen Vespa says, this is the highlight of my week. That is all. Thank you, Jen. Jen has been to many of my shows and has taken some great photographs. I appreciate you, girl. You're the highlight of my fucking life. Chenders, what's up, Chenders? Do you tell someone they were cheated on and risk breaking up their family? That's such a hard one. Because in one, in one aspect, you don't want to be in anyone's business or be the cause. But on the other side of the coin you're not the cause you're just the messenger and you know what they say about the messenger don't kill him or her if it's somebody you truly care about and you know it's a fact I would say yeah I would say that it's not worth it the burden for you to hang on to that fact and hang on to that tidbit of information it's not worth it for you to take that burden on you need to release whoever this is and if it's somebody you love and care about fuck yeah if you know for sure, you know what. The, if if they got cheated on, the family's already broken up. You're not breaking them up. You're going to be mending them by allowing them to heal. That's what I think. E- the family's already broken if someone's been cheated on. So, you may be the catalyst, but you're not the cause of them breaking up. So just remember that, and just make sure you got those details, though, girl. You better have some text messages, some photos, or some Moripovich blood samples. You need some data. You better have some DNA, bitch. <laughs> you better be one hundred. Um, Tim Fresh says, "Clap that ass." Let me see if I can. Hold on, hold on, Tim. Wait, I got my new I got my new Aviator Nation sweatpants uh, gifted to me by my sponsor, um, <laughs> Honey Bear Farms. Shout out to Heisenbear. <laughs> Travis Turner. For giving my a- Aviator Nation sweatpants. This is for Tim Fresh One for asking me to clap that ass. There you go. There you go. There it is. There it is. My, my big old quarantine booty. It's growing. I'm a big kid now. <laughs> Lex Delaney. Can you outgrow your best friend? How do you cut ties? She's toxic. This is a great question. First of all, Lex Delaney, 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 however you say it, congratulations to you for this mature approach to your life. We do outgrow friends. We outgrow everybody in our life at some point. Some people will make it through the long haul. There's summertime friends and there's fair weather friends. And then there's those friends who last through millennia. Friends who you met, who you know you'll have forever. I've got a few of those friends who I know are my ride or die hoes and woes. You know what I mean? But you will come to a point where you're going to have to cut ties and it's okay to be honest to that person about that. It's okay to have the conversation like, look, we've been friends for so long, but I feel like we're both heading in different directions. I'm going forward and you're a bitch. (laughs) You don't have to say that, but it is a very mature stance that you already have recognizing toxicity in your life that means that you're healing that means that you're starting to value yourself and realize your own self-worth which judging by your photo you look very young you're ahead of the game what's a fucking fly god damn it i need a venus fly trap for my studio somebody send me one so i would definitely have a conversation with her and just be real being real is the best you can be for somebody look when we choose to be nice because we want to avoid hurting somebody's feelings over being honest, you're not doing, you're doing a disservice to yourself and to that person. We do that because it's harder to be truthful. We do that because it's harder to be vulnerable and harder to say the thing that's hard to say. And if the thing is hard to say, you should say it because you will grow exponentially as supposed to you saying the easier thing. So I think, Lex, you need to say the hard thing and just let that bitch go. Set her out on a Viking funeral and set her ablaze on some raft and push her down the river. Tigers, G's, 55. So Kanye rants over the weekend confirming he should be president, correct? Oh, yeah, this is from a couple weeks ago. Yeah, who cares? You know, honestly, we're so caught up in all this shit. There's too much news. There's too much coverage. There's too many news outlets that are owned by too few rich people. And it's hard to tell what news is legitimate, what news isn't. And if you're a Republican, then this news is terrible. And if you're a Democrat, that news, it's fake news here, fake news there. Look, I think the best thing we can do is focus on our own endeavors and try to contribute to our loved ones and neighbors. Like, that may be a hippie statement, and it maybe it's woo-woo, too woo-woo for you. But I guarantee if you're doing something that makes you feel like you're contributing to your community, you're going to feel a sense of of belonging and a sense of accomplishment that will make you not give a fuck if Kanye is running for president. That's not to say you shouldn't pay attention but also there are bigger things to worry about like Weird Al Yankovic becoming president. Not that he said but he could be and at this point it's already a fucking reality show. It's basically a reality show. So I say do something that brings you purpose and do shrooms (laughs) and don't deal with it. Just fucking go off the grid and live in a cabin, marry a Sasquatch. I'm speaking to myself now. Julio Tap Tapia773. When what's your favorite Netflix show? This isn't exactly a Netflix show. It's from I think Pop Sugar, but Shits Creek. <sighs> Catherine O'Hara, Dan Levy, Eugene Levy, Sarah Levy, the whole cast is so amazing. If you haven't watched Shits Creek, binge it and thank me later. They tackle so many amazing issues and the characters are so defined. The comedy is ridiculous. It's so unique. It's unlike anything you've ever watched before and you will fall in love with the show. I don't care if you're gay, straight, bi, you know, pansexual, whatever your, your desire and like is in life. It's for everyone. So watch that show and obviously Tiger King and also all the, all the documentaries about serial killers. So you can watch out and as a woman try and survive yet another dude trying to murder you. <sighs> um, let's see. We got some more questions here. This is from the most recent Dr. Peluso. We have chenders. Ah, the details get deeper. Should you tell someone they were cheated on while they were pregnant or mind your own business? Wow, girl, shit just got a little bit thicker. Um, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, especially if you have details. She was pregnant, man. It's hard to be human. It's hard to be human for both the sexes. Because I'm not going to sit here and act like men are the dogs and women are innocent. I have known women who have broken up marriages I have known women who have dated married men. I have in my past when I was younger. We've all contributed to some sort of, you know, situation where we weren't the person who we should have been. So it's not like all men are dogs and all women are beautiful and perfect. And it's not believe all women all women and all white dudes are terrible. It's not all one thing. There's a little bit of everything going on. I'm choking on my sake. But to be cheated on while you're pregnant is just another kind of selfishness that I can't fucking understand. Your wife is pregnant or your girlfriend's pregnant and you're going to go put your dick in another girl? How how much do you need? That's why it's important as a mom to love your son. Let him know he's loved. Let him know he's loved. It may not curb that need to put his dick in everything, but it might help. It might help him value a woman who's bearing his child. And if you're a dude doing that, check yourself. Check yourself. You're not loving yourself. And I know we don't have a society where we're teaching men to love themselves, but yeah, you dude should love yourself. And when you're cheating on your girl, that's not you loving yourself. That's definitely not you loving her. So do her a favor and get the fuck out of the relationship. She's better off without you than with you being dishonest. Trust me. So yes, Chenders. You girl, you you got to DM me, let me know what's going down. Mhm. Mhm. You really need to. Randy 402. My friend's husband got caught cheating big time. Three kids and she's not leaving him. I'm baffled. Look. Sometimes the reason a person cheats is because there is certain things being withheld in the relationship. That's not to say that they are right in being unfaithful but there is a certain level of understanding that has to come along with the truth that two people are in a relationship and can contribute to the demise of it and the breakdown of it and something must really be broken if he was willing to cheat on that family three three kids something really must have been broken either he's broken inside or the relationship is broken either way something needs to be fixed And until somebody recognizes that and does the work and the self-work and digs in and tries to excavate whatever demons they have to heal this, it will always be a problem. It will always reoccur. And look, this is Dr. Peluso. I am bored, uncertified, but actually pretty helpful. This is just life advice. I don't claim to be an expert. I'm only sharing what I know and what I've experienced. So take it or leave it. But if you're cheating on your girl with three kids, you should leave them. Or fix it. You got to shit or get off the pot. Because you can't have your, your cake and eat it too. That's not that's not the way it works. It's not healthy. So damn. Randy, it's not for you to understand. You don't know the inner workings of their relationship. And don't be a nosy gossipy bitch. Not that the, you're doing that. But I'm just saying. Work on yourself. Be there as a friend. Be there as an understanding person. And have empathy. Because something's going on that maybe you don't know about. Oh, Let's see. Miss Sid, how are you doing? How do I shake a charming, handsome dude? We've hooked up a few times. Still good friends. Bye. Charming? I don't have time for charming. Manson was charming. Ted Bundy was charming. Serial killers are charming. Are you noticing a trend here, Miss Sid? Charming is I, I don't have time for is he involved in your life? Is he spending time? Is he showing you that you matter? Because good friends sounds like you're settling. And you seem like a pretty cool chick and a really pretty girl. And from a few times that you've messaged and, and that I've seen from you, you seem like you got your shit together and a good head on your shoulders. So why are you selling yourself short? You've got to do some excavation, girl. No longer will you settle for being the side chick or the mistress or the friend with benefits because that's what you're saying here. How do you move from friend with benefits to something more? Because if you really wanted to shake them, you would. You just got to shake them off. Shake them off like Taylor Swift, bitch. You got to swiftly shake that motherfucker right off of you because you're too good for him. You got to realize your self-worth. Come on now, Miss Sid. Get with the program. I think my neighbor just got murdered. DLXNJ. I'm not even going to try and sound that out. Should more people be lighting their farts? A thousand percent. I've never lit my fart. Maybe that's a video I'll do for my Patreon. Make sure you guys join my Patreon club. The Fun House. The Fun Hoss. But yeah, you should light your fart. Absolutely. Because if you catch on fire, that's just Darwinism. Like If you burn alive from your own fart fire, you kind of had it coming. you kind of had it coming. Let's be honest. If you died from your own fart fire, it was, it was already, it was just meant to happen. Chad Stick, double zero. Also thanks if you see this. Oh, I don't know. That was the only message we got here. Oh, I see. Um, I'm 28 and my twenties were pretty rough. Is it too late to make a career change and not feel like a failure? Also, my ex and I split on good terms, but she's my best friend and I don't think I'll find someone better. Also, thank you if you see this. Okay, Chad Stick, there's a lot going on. First of all, you said you're 28 and you're in your 20s and uh, your 20s are pretty rough. Is it too late to make a career change? You are 28! Do you know most people don't become successful until their mid-40s? You have a full life in front of you. I highly recommend following Gary Vee on instagram a lot of people might roll their eyes but he's super motivating and really understands fellas like you who feel lost in their early 20s and he speaks to you directly but i will tell you You are just at the beginning, my friend. You've got a full life ahead of you. You are so young, and you have all the resources you could possibly need to do anything you could ever dream of. You want to become a director? Make a fucking video. I guarantee you can find friends with skills who are interested in donating their time to collaborate with you. You want to become a dancer? Cool. Watch some videos on YouTube and learn how to move like those people move. You want to become a sculptor? Dope. Take some classes. They're available online. Anything you could possibly want to learn is at your fucking fingertips all you need is a little web connection and an iphone that's fucking it you just need some creativity some ambition and some resources and you can do anything chad stick come on don't give up at 28 let's go where's your fire where's your desire where's your ambition As far as your ex and you being on good terms and she's your best friend and you thinking you won't find somebody better, the next job you have, actually, the first job you have is loving yourself and realizing that you thinking you're not going to find anything better is only a reflection of you not feeling good enough, which is only a fraction of you not, a reflection of you not loving yourself enough. People don't feel good enough because they haven't learned to love themselves and self-love has to become before you give love. And self-love can only be discovered from within, from doing things that you love, taking time, taking breaks, taking naps, doing meditation and taking time to discover what you really love to do and having some positive self-talk because your ex is not all that you're worth. You think all of your self-worth is wrapped up in another person? Well, let me ask you, if she were to die, where would your self-worth go? Yeah, it's a little dark, but we have to look at it from that perspective because you need to realize that your self-worth is never wrapped up in another person. And the moment you wrap your self-worth up in another person is the moment you need to realize you have to make some changes in your life. And you need to start from within and learn to fall in love with you first. You're 28 fucking years old. You're worried that your life is over and that you're unlovable? Come the fuck on. And also, she's not your best friend. She's your ex. People get it too convoluted because they want to hang on to something. That's your ex. Move on. You need to let her go so that you can free up some space in your heart to love yourself. Thirdly, thank you. Because you said thank you if you see this. I appreciate you and I hope you put those things to fruition. Raymond 276. Biggest dick you ever took. Like, I'm going to tell you, Raymond. Definitely bigger than yours. Guaranteed. It was a gherkin. Noel's fan forever. Do you eat ribs with your hands or a fork? First of all, I don't eat ribs. I know I'm probably such a pussy. Ribs? I don't like to eat things I have. Is that weird? I'm not gonna eat a liver. I'm not gonna eat a tongue, a lung, a heart, a knuckle, a butthole. I don't, I know organ meats are supposedly the most nutrient dense, bioavailable foods you could eat, but whoa. Ribs? (laughs) I would literally, the apocalypse would have to be upon us. I would have to be, it would have to be me crawling on a road with like a vulture staring at me and I'm almost dead for me to eat ribs. If that was a thing that was keeping me from having my eyes pecked out alive by a vulture, I would eat ribs. Other than that, I would use my hands. Xander the Great asks, does size matter? Yeah. yes I don't care what any woman says size fucking matters okay size matters I feel like I may have answered this question before but size matters it matters so much it matters more than anything you could ever imagine it matters more than if the person's good or not (laughs) cuz i dated a really nice guy with a like piece of a dick that looked like a piece of sushi like nigiri like a piece of tuna on rice and i just couldn't do it he's married now with children but i just maybe maybe my vagina's large maybe i suffer from a large vagina maybe i'm the problem see that's maturity that's maturity when you can go you know what it could be me but more often than not it's not especially when it comes to size but if you're asking that, you're probably insecure about your size and I guarantee you're fine. You just need to find a teeny weeny vagina. Just a little puss. You just gotta find a little puss to park your car in. mm mm-hmm. Just a little pocket. You need like a little hot pocket for your teeny peeny. And it's out there. That's why they come in all shapes and sizes. I truly believe that we all have some sort of match out there for us. Whether you're straight, gay, pansexual, bisexual, whatever it is, there's a fit one way or another. So, if you're worried about your size not fitting, there will be a little pocket puss out there for you somewhere. I don't want you to give up. I'm out of sake. You know what that means? We're out of time because mama needs some more sake. Thank you guys for all of your questions. Thank you for constantly trusting me with your life's trauma, troubles, and tribulations. I'm here to offer you unsolicited, board, uncertified advice as much as I possibly can. Don't forget to please join the Patreon page. Join the club. Grab a tier that works for you. We post things a couple times a week, exclusive videos. And don't forget about BAM, bong and movie. Every Friday, we have a new movie posted on my YouTube page. And it's like a movie companion episode. It's like a director's cut, except I'm not a director, but it's a lot of fun. It's basically like watching a movie with me. So I pick classics. We've watched Pineapple Express. We've done Battlefield Earth, Drag Me to Hell. We did Beetlejuice. So if you have any suggestions and want to let me know what movies you'd like me to watch, email me at Comedy at gmail.com. And make sure to click and subscribe my YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash Jessie May Paluso. What else? Also, you can book me on Cameo. You probably already know that. I've said it all at the top of the podcast, but why not remind you? Book me for a custom video. It's a lot of fun. And anything you do to support me, a portion goes to the Alzheimer's Association or Hilarity for Charity. I divvy it up between those two causes and those two foundations. So thank you so much for supporting me. So just know that however you support me, a portion goes to back to take care of those suffering with that terrible disease. And thank you guys so much again for subscribing listening make sure you rate and review us and have a great fucking week kill it do whatever you can to get out of those bad habits break through the old you step into the new you and get rid of those toxic motherfuckers and always always remember size matters